Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. We have breaking news right now. Aaron Rodgers is going to the New York Jets. It's official. It is happening, finally. We've been waiting for this trade to happen, and now it is. Well, there's nowhere else to run. With the 24th selection in the 2005 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Aaron Rodgers, quarterback to California. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. The Lombardi Trophy is coming home. Big ball downfield, and it is intercepted by Kirby Joseph. And the Packers are in major trouble. If he requests a trade, will you honor it? Yeah, oh yeah, we would, yeah. I think for us, it was just uh, as we got through the offseason and started talking about where we wanted to go, this made a little bit of sense for us. You're Brian, you have to say yourself, I really made this decision three years ago. Since 2009, you know, we had a chance to win it all. Fortunately and unfortunately, only won it one of those times. That was a team of destiny, and it just fell apart. Through the last three years, the guy won the freaking MVP. Stop coming in here and acting like Aaron Rodgers has been trashed the last four years. Brad had a great career, Aaron had a great career here, and Aaron will be in the pro football hall of fame, he'll be in our hall of fame, and we'll bring him back. Number. You better be damn sure that you know that Jordan Love will do what Aaron Rodgers did. And now the Packers are hoping it happens again. The Love throw is caught by Watson. He's got great speed, and he will score. Whoa. He needs to play. That's the next step in his progression. Aaron Rodgers is being sent to the Jets, and the Jets have a quarterback, and the Packers have extra draft capital and extra draft ammunition. Pick swap. We're done. It's the swap, man. Because Aaron Rodgers screwed over the Packers over the last few years, this is the most good he could do with it. It's going to be new, obviously, specifically a quarterback. At the same time, the goals don't change around here. I've got nothing but love and appreciation for what Aaron has done for so many in our organization. I think we wanted to help Aaron achieve what he wanted as well as the Packers and hopefully you know, create a situation where it's kind of a win for both sides. I was drafted by Green Bay. Love that city. Always going to have love for that organization. But the facts are right now, they want to move on. And now so do I. Yeah, despite Aaron Rodgers moving on and the Bucks dropping a crucial game four last night, the sun did still come up today. Beautiful day in Madison. Good morning, everybody. Plus, the Brewers lost to the Tigers. I saw that. The worst. <laughs> Luckily, there's still, what, like 140 games left? Yeah, but that one just stunk. Yeah, I understand. Much worse team. It is a the Great Dane Huddle, a special edition. I'm Alex Struff. That's Hunter Vaughn helping us outrun the show. It's a great, beautiful day in Madison today. I woke up. About 5 a.m. this morning, went outside. Oh, baby, sun was up shortly thereafter. I love that. It's it's a great time of year to be outside up uh, up and early like you are with me this morning. You want to get into the show? You want to react to Rodgers? I'm sad today. I I think I'm in the minority, but I'm I'm sad because it is a harsh reality, a harsh slap in the face today, right? As, as As a Packers fan who's been spoiled for the 24 years I've been alive, this is a tough reality to deal with because I love winning. I like winning. We've done a crap ton of that in the last 24 years that I've been uh, able to see it. And I don't think that there's going to be a lot of that this year. As Aaron Rodgers goes elsewhere, Packers offense is pretty much in shambles outside of like David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and Elton Jenkins. 
So about the four players on offense I have confidence in. The rest of them, we'll see what happens. And again, I like Christian Watson, but he is not a number one receiver in the National Football League. He's not yet. Not, he's not, right? There's no debate about that. It's going to be a really fun week, though, right? Let's, let's put this into perspective. Let's lay out a timeline for what goes on between today and next Tuesday. Today, the 25th, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets will likely be finalized. That deal will go through as long as Aaron Rodgers passes his physical, which he, he will, right? The Jets are not going to go through all of this uh, only for them to say, yeah, yeah, we don't think so anymore, right? So Aaron Rodgers to the Jets will be finalized later today. Then in two days, on Thursday, that's the first round of the NFL draft, and the Packers now have pick number 13. Do they go offensive line? Do they go wide receiver? Do they go tight end? Or do they go edge rusher or safety? You know, safety probably not because uh, the, the best safety is probably going to be hanging around there late first round, early second round. But you never know, right? If you've learned one thing, five years of Brian Gutekunst as the general manager and the, and the lead guy in the NFL draft for the Green Bay Packers, he's had seven first-round picks through five drafts. Six of them have been used on defensive players. Three of them on defensive players from Georgia, actually. Six of the seven first-round picks Brian Gutekunst has made have been made on defensive players. One has been made on an offensive player. The name of that offensive player is Jordan Love. It's the only offensive first-round pick he's made. So what happens at pick 13 on Thursday? That'll be really interesting to see. Uh, Friday and Saturday, obviously, the the, uh, second through seventh rounds of the NFL draft. So you've got the NFL draft this week, Thursday through Saturday. Next Tuesday, there's a deadline for next Tuesday. Hmm. What could that deadline be a week from today? I'm glad you asked. That's the deadline to pick up Jordan Love's fifth-year option, which the Packers have not done yet. So as of right now, as we talk, 8-11 a.m. on April 25th, Jordan Love is in the final year of his rookie deal. But the Packers, with him being a first-round pick, have the opportunity to pay him something around $20 million for the 2024 season with a fifth-year option to keep him under contract for another year. We all expect him or expect Gutekunst and company to do that. We expect that to be picked up, but they've only got a week to do it. So there you go. That's uh, that's the next week. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a ride, man. There's a lot that's gonna go down in the next week. Rogers traded yesterday into today. Draft starts on Thursday, goes through Saturday, and Jordan Love's fifth year option will will be picked up. I, I will go ahead and say that's a foregone conclusion. will be picked up sometime between now and next Tuesday. Wild week ahead for the Green Bay Packers. So that's what we've got coming up. Man, strap in. It's going to be a fun week. Number 13. I, I Now my attention's on that, right? What do they do at pick 13? Because they don't have any tight ends. They've got Josiah DeGuara, who's a fullback, and Tyler Davis, who's at best, like, I don't know, number three tight end. Dog. Who, which one? Which one's a dog? Both of them. Yeah, you're so right about that. And at wide receiver, they've got nice pieces, right? Like, I don't want you to take this as me trashing Christian Watson, because I really do like him. And I think he's going to be a really talented receiver in the league for a long time. But I don't view him as a true number one. And Jordan Love, who's, I know he's not a rookie, but he's technically a rookie, right? Because it'll be his first full season as a starter. Christian Watson can't be your top guy. But that's, I mean, what else? Who else is going to be? That's who it's going to be. They're not trading for DeAndre Hopkins. Well, then, too, 
great. You take Jackson Smith and Jigba at 13, the wide receiver from Ohio State. Good piece. Yeah. But you still have the same issue if you're the Packers on offense. Unless. You have young receivers trying to figure it out. Unless he is breathing the rare air that Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson were breathing in their years respectively, their rookie years respectively, 20 and 21. But they're the exceptions, not the rule. Absolutely. You're completely right about that. But maybe, and I know you and I both love Jackson Smith and Jigma, right? Like, I would love him if he's there at 13. If that's where they go, great. But let's keep in mind, the Packers have not drafted a wide receiver in the first round since Javon Walker. Wow. Last time they drafted a tight end in the first round, a guy named Bubba Franks. It's been a while. Jermichael Finley wasn't a first rounder? He was not. No, no. Why did I think he... Was he like an early second rounder? Uh, he, he was. He was day two. I, I don't know which round he was. He was second or third round, I think. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since the Packers have dipped into that pool in the first round of the NFL draft. Again, Goody, five drafts under his belt now. Seven first round picks. Six of them used on defense. The only offensive player he's picked is named Jordan Love. Wild. Going to be a wild week, and a guy that's going to be in the middle of all of it is the great Jason Wildy who does a great job covering the Packers for The Athletic, the Wisconsin State Journal, and, of course, us here at ESPN Wisconsin. I know you're going to hear him from 9 to noon, but you're also going to hear him next. It's the great day in huddle here on ESPN Madison. The end of an era. Aaron Rodgers has been traded. Because Aaron Rodgers screwed over the Packers over the last few years, this is the most good he could do with it. This is 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Special edition of the Great Dane Huddle here on a Tuesday morning. Now, my claims have been disputed because it seems the sun has gone away. It was out at 5.30, I promise. There was sun out at one point. Uh, so maybe we just deserve a dreary day. As Aaron Rodgers is traded, the Bucks lose, the Brewers lose. Tough day in Wisconsin sports yesterday. But you hear that music, and when I have anything to do with the radio, this music means we, it's time to talk to my hero. The great Jason Wilde, who is also a huge Foo Fighters fan. Jason, I appreciate you taking the time on what will be uh, one of the craziest weeks of the year for you. How are you holding in there? Did you get some sleep last night? Uh, not as much as I wanted to, uh, but hey, we all get to do this for a living, so you'll get no complaints from me, and some of us get to be your hero. So, I mean, what more can you ask for? Yeah, no, I, I, I love that song, and I, I love all the stuff you do, man. You, you, you bring a lot of great insight, so let's dive right in, right? I mean, this is fine. We've been waiting for, I think tomorrow will be six weeks since Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat yeah. McAfee show. It took a while, and we figured it might, but they finally get it done. What's your, what's your hunch on, on what finally got us to, hey, we have a deal in place? Yeah, the Mark Tauscher pick swap clearly was a factor in this. I mean, it it was. There's no, there's no denying it. And you know, moving up two spots may not seem like a lot, but it's one of the you know kind of compromises that allowed this to finally get done. I, I think the other part of it is, you know, the Jets obviously aren't getting anything back in 2025. Uh, if Rodgers doesn't play more than one season for them, so they abandon that. Uh, and in Goody's case, you know, he came off having to have an, a flat-out first-round draft pick with no conditions in 2024. Now, on the flip side, I think the Jets also gave their... I, and, and look, this is what Tausch and I were talking about yesterday morning. Like, there had to be compromises on both sides, and the Jets gave up. You know, what would have been much, much more difficult conditions 
for the for, for the pick in 2024 to become a first round pick like they started as Charles Robinson reported at they have to make the AFC championship game. Now I never believed that that was their final position. That struck me as a bargaining position because if I was the Packers, I would have said the hell with you. I don't care if you have Aaron Rodgers or not. We had Aaron Rodgers and the last two years, we didn't make it to the NFC championship game. Uh, we made it there the previous two years, mm-hmm. but not the last two years. So I would I would have never done the deal if I was Goody if that's where it stayed. But as Tausch pointed out last night on our little program, um, you know it's it's tied to playing time, and Aaron Rodgers playing sixty five percent of the snaps would mean that he would have to play in eleven plus games okay. so probably have to play in 12 games to reach that threshold who do i credit and for doing the math there that. jason is that is that a is that you mathematics academy or the touch mathematics academy who do we well, give credit for crunching I mean, those numbers I, yeah i can't take credit because while i was trying to do it while talking i was way off so uh <laughs> we got to a commercial break and i i did the long division uh, on a piece of scrap paper and and got it right you're the man. I, I said 42 days was seven weeks earlier today, so that's certainly not my strong suit either. So no, uh, no, no harm. You got it all. right this time. I, I would have never known about that. You got it right just now, so that's all that really matters. I did. That's true. Jason Wilde with us here on a special edition of the Great Dane Huddle. Jason, uh, 65% of the snaps, uh, just real quick on that, How do, do you know how we got to that number of, of all numbers? Why 65? Yeah, Goody was, because the deal was not finalized yesterday, um, they basically had to wait for Rodgers to, I know there's some reporting out there about uh, adjustments to the contract. Uh, I don't know if that's a factor in the delay or not, because what I saw from Ian Rappaport this morning was that the Jets are taking on Rodgers' $58.3 $58.3 million option bonus, converting it to a signing bonus that can spread the cap charges out over multiple years. Uh, and that's all that it takes in the financials part of it. Yeah. Uh, I also found it unlikely that Rodgers uh, would do anything on his way out the door to help the Packers, uh, <laughs> given how acrimonious <laughs> things got. So may- maybe there is something going on there. I'm not disputing that. I just don't know that. Uh, but the bigger thing, you know, he has to pass his physical, which – Obviously, he's going to. No one thinks he's not going to. But because it wasn't official official yesterday, Goody wasn't really willing to discuss much of the parameters. Yeah. Uh, whether or not he does that when we talk to him during the draft, we'll have to wait and see. But once it becomes official, that is that is one of the questions. Uh, there's a lot of questions, but how did you get to uh, – because, look, there are a lot of Packers fans, and I certainly heard from many of them, including my neighbor, who didn't want Goody to give in. Uh, Make sure it has to be a first-round pick next year, no matter what. I think it's likely going to be a first-round pick. Yeah. But he does – the Jets got the protection they wanted. We talked about it all week, last week or two weeks ago, that they did not want to be like the Los Angeles Rams or the Denver Broncos, who are watching the Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks use the fifth and sixth picks in this year's draft that are supposed to be theirs yeah. because they traded for quarterbacks. And so, and, and it went sideways on both of those teams. Russell Wilson stunk. Matthew Stafford got hurt. So they avoided that. So if there is a major catastrophe with Rodgers, 
uh, the Packers won't get a top 10 first round pick. I don't think the, the Jets are going to miss the playoffs with Rodgers. So you're looking at something somewhere in, you know, the 20s probably. Yep. But the bottom line is they've got a, they've got a path to a first round pick next year. Uh, not a direct path, but a relatively easier one than what they started with. No, you're, you're spot on with that. He's Jason William, Alex Strofe. It's a special Tuesday morning edition of the Great Dane Huddle. I uh, want to ask you about Goody. I know he was kind of, as you mentioned, noncommittal to his answers because he doesn't really want to talk about it until Aaron Rodgers passes or doesn't pass his physical. And I know you shared a fun story last night about Brett Favre's physical in, in 1992. But I, 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 um, I, I'm curious what your big takeaway was from, from speaking with Goody. Is there one big takeaway you got yesterday? I, and I, I know he didn't give you a ton, but what, 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 what was the, the vibe of the room, you would say? Yeah, I got, you know, I did get to ask all the questions that I wanted to ask. And the, the one that I really wanted to that uh, I got in after Jason Wallers, the PR director, sounded the uh, two questions remaining uh, warning was what Goody had said during the bye week. Um, they had just beaten the Bears. It was going to be the start of a four-game winning streak. But they were still sitting at 5-8. and eight, And Goody said... Uh, when it came to, we were talking about Rogers as a group, and he said, uh, "When I, from the first time I walked in the building, I was taught that whatever comes with a great quarterback, it's worth it." And I wanted to ask him about what he had said then, uh, and so I, I read him the quote, and I said, "Did you just get to a point where, with Aaron Rodgers, he wasn't worth it anymore?" Uh, whatever comes with Aaron Rodgers is no longer worth it. And he basically said yes. Like, he wouldn't, he didn't answer, the first word was not yes. But at one point in his answer, he said that when you're going 13-3 and and 13-4 and and you're the number one seed, and here's the phrase that uh, perked me up in my seat, you'll put up with a lot. He said that. Wow. You'll put up with a lot. But we were 8-9 and nine last year. And I, I thought that answer was extremely telling. Um, look, could Aaron Rodgers be good this year with the Jets? Absolutely. I think he will be if he stays healthy. Uh, could Jordan Love be okay? Yes. Could Jordan Love be bad? Yes. Yeah. There are bad quarterbacks in the league, and, and just because the Packers haven't had them doesn't mean Jordan Love won't be. But I, I think this is one of those things where it didn't have to end this way. But it had to end this way. And what I mean by that is it didn't have to get to the point that it has gotten to. But once it got here, it had to end. And both sides, especially Roger's side, could have gone about some things very differently so we wouldn't be where we are this morning. But in the end, that stuff all started to pile up, and this just had to happen. And whether or not Jordan Love is good, um, in some ways, it is a little bit non a non-factor here because kind of like with Mike McCarthy and his tenure running its course, I just think you know you go back to what was reported by Bob McGinn and Tom and uh, Tyler Dunn that they were disgusted by Rogers and sick of him. Um, I think there turns out to be a lot of truth to that, 
and that's one of the reasons why we are where we are today. No, you're you're totally right about that. And you know, I'm I was a Packers fan in denial when that report came out, but now uh, here we are on April 25th, and that is very much the truth. And I will say this, Jason, from a fan's perspective, and I know I know you you do a great job covering the team, but from my perspective, I'm proud of Goody because you you look at the timeline of this, right? You, you let's date back to like. Or excuse me, Mark Murphy going on the WIAA statewide network, which I still can't say with a straight face, and, and you know, essentially just lighting the world on fire, saying, "Yeah, talking about Aaron Rodgers in the past tense," and all you know, we'll honor his trade request. But then Goody at the combine uh, a couple weeks back comes out and say, you know, he tried to set the record straight and and said, you know, we reached out to him to no avail. And that helped make our decision for us. And even yesterday, the answer you just referred to, it seems like Goody's ready, and he soon will, tell his side of the story in full. And then on top of that, he gets a, what I think is a very good trade package. So overall, I'm, I'm actually very impressed with what Brian Gutekunst was able to get out of what is honestly a bad situation. Yeah, look, I, again, I don't, think, I don't think Aaron Rodgers uh, is blameless in this in any way. Uh, I really think that some of the things he said, some of the things he did, I mean, I was going through it last night while I was writing one of my stories for the State Journal. I mean, you know, talk about putting up with things. Like, they let him completely break the NFL rules on unvaccinated players, right? Doing press conferences without his mask on and everything else. The Packers got fined $300,000 for that. Now, that's not, you know, for them, that's a lot for us normal people. For them, that's not even popcorn money. That's like one quarter's popcorn money. Yeah. But they, they let him, you know, kind of, they, they kind of gave him carte blanche to do whatever he wanted and crap on him on the McAfee show every Tuesday and all these other things. And, and they just sort of took it again because they were winning and he was winning MVPs. But I, I think that they were. I don't think there's any question they were eager to get, to move on from him. My question now is, you know, what is Rodgers going to do in New York? And what is Jordan Love going to do? Because we could talk all about, well, Goody made the best of a bad situation and got these picks. You know, obviously he has to make good picks with those. And like any GM, his record is uneven on picks. He's had some great ones. He's had some not so great ones. But, boy, Jay Sternberger looked good in the SFL or USFL. USFL, yeah. He he did look good this weekend. Um, But the bottom line is, you know, they're going with Jordan Love. Jordan Love is going to have an opportunity to be the Packers' next great quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be that or not. But they are in a rebuild. And the one thing that I thought was pretty lame from Goody, I understand he can't flat out say it, but they are clearly rebuilding. And that doesn't mean that they can't win eight, nine games this year. I don't know how, but they could in a bad NFC. But they are clearly in a rebuild. And it's been a really long time since the Packers were in that kind of a mode, whether they'll admit it or not. That's well said. You're still well in your prime, Jason Wilde. Uh, we'll listen to you on Wilde and Tausch in about 27 minutes. Appreciate the conversation as always, buddy. We'll talk to you later today on Rutledge and Hamilton. Anything for you, buddy. Thanks. Take care. Be good. That's the great Jason Wildey, who does a phenomenal job covering the Packers for the Wisconsin State Journal, The Athletic, and, of course, us here at ESPN Wisconsin. I think that was like his 18th radio hit of the day. That guy's been on every radio station in the damn state of Wisconsin today. So 
And it's not going to end with the draft. Yeah, no, it's not. He's going to do that for the next week, right? And Jordan Love's fifth-year option is going to be picked up in the next week. So I didn't even have the chance to ask him about that. But uh, awesome stuff there. Um, I like that he called what a Goody's answers lame. That's fun. That's fun. I always love Jason will just drop those little moments. Yeah, you got to like, pick up on him. You're totally yep. right, and that's why he's the best man. I mean, he he just he knows the he knows so much, right? Like I I like to think I know a good amount about the Packers. I follow them. I read. I read three. J- I, I want to mention this too. Jason mentioned how he wrote one of his articles for the Wisconsin State Journal. I think he had four published yesterday because I think I read three Jason Wilde articles last night. Guy's a machine. You can read. <laughs> Believe it or not, I sure can. All right, uh, I want to talk about the different reactions from each fan base as this deal finally goes final. The, the reaction from the Packers fan base and the reaction from the Jets fan base. It is not even close to similar. We'll talk about that next as we roll on. It's the Great Dane Huddle, a special Tuesday morning edition right here on ESPN Madison. The Aaron Rodgers era is over. The day Jordan Love was drafted, Aaron Rodgers never felt like this organization with Goody is fully in my corner. React on the ESPN Madison Talk and Text Line, 844-770-3776. Well, I might might be a little brokenhearted. It might be fitting. It's a great day in huddle on a Tuesday morning. I'm Alex Strope with you from the ESPN Madison studio. Friend Hunter Vaughn helping us out run the show this morning. Big thanks to our two guests today who both crushed it, Jason Wilde and Brian Bulaga, former Packers offensive lineman who joined us in the 7 o'clock hour. You missed either of those conversations. You can find it, Wisconsin On Demand, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Do me a favor. Go on your podcast app when you're not driving. Search Great Dane Huddle. Click the subscribe button and listen back. You're going to love Bulaga. Bulaga was money today. We had him on for a half an hour in the 7 o'clock hour. I thought he was so great, man. He, he had such great perspective on everything and, and some, really, uh, some really great insight on, on Jordan Love and all the in-between. So if you missed any of that, go find it wherever you get your podcast. Just search Great Dane Huddle. The number to get into the show is 844-770-3776. Asking you, easy question. What are you feeling today? You feeling sad like I am? Feeling happy, rejoicing like the New York Post is. Rejoice, the Jets have a QB is the title on the uh, front page of the New York Post today. Very fun stuff. As Green Bay is covering a mural of Aaron Rodgers, not even 24 after, hours after this gets uh, this gets announced, the compensation for it. Now, I want to do a little dive here. We're going to do something a little different here. I want to go to New York, and I want to stay here in Wisconsin to understand the differences in the reaction of the fan bases. So let's start with the Packers fan base. This was last night on Scalzo and Bruss, shortly after the compensation for the Aaron Rodgers trade was announced. Andy and Grafton called into Scalzo and Bruss, and he had this to say about the Aaron Rodgers trade. So when you, when Aaron Rodgers, when you make this point that Aaron Rodgers, and, and be honest with you, he's worth every penny that the Packers ever paid him. But in that, same, in that same thing, He's not providing the Green Bay Packers with the value if he, they're paying him that much. Because hey, dummy. Hey, out- dummy. Hey, Andy. Hey, dummy. How the heck did he Thank not? for the call. Two of the last three years, the guy won the freaking MVP. Well, that's Greg Scalzo calling Andy a dummy, which i got to be honest, I totally agree with. But that's beside the point. Andy seems to have a good reflection of a lot of the Packers fan base. Maybe it wasn't worded the best. But I think people are over the drama. They're over the saga. They're over the disdain. They're over all of that when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. And they're ready to move on. And I get part of that. 
But I'm not ready to move on from winning football games. That's where I stand. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, as we talked about earlier with Brian Bulaga, is the greatest player to ever put on the green and gold. Bar none. My opinion. Could you make the case for Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Reggie White? Of course you could. But I'm going to sit here and make the case for Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the greatest Packer of all time. He won a lot of football games. He won four MVPs. He got you to a lot of big games, a lot of playoff runs, won a lot of division titles, which I know you're not playing for division titles, you're playing for Lombardi trophies. But I would much rather be the Green Bay Packers the last 15 years than just about every other team not named the Kansas City Chiefs or the New England Patriots, right? Like, I I would rather be a Packers fan. I love winning. And we did a ton of that with Aaron Rodgers. Now, Mike Greenberg, who you will hear later today, noon to two, he's a ginormous New York Jets fan. I have not heard this yet, so I am ecstatic to hear this. This was Mike Greenberg this morning on Get Up on ESPN reacting to the news that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of his favorite team. For fans of one woebegone franchise, it has been a wait of more than half a century. We've been waiting, we've been wishing, we've been begging for another savior. Yesterday, that day, may finally have arrived. Gather round, if you will, all ye hopefuls. Wear thy green with pride and repeat after me as we proudly cry, Yes! And look who else is getting up with us early this morning. Show me Rex Ryan in a Jets jacket. He's got a Super Bowl ring on. Let's go. The big swagoo was ready to go after being shushed by Adam Schefter yesterday. Oh, we are loaded up. Yeah. And that's about what I expected from Mike Greenberg. Greeny this morning on Get Up. Look. That is exactly what Jets fans should be feeling because Aaron Rodgers is one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever play in the National Football League. Ever. Ever. And I understand he's turning 40 years old and he had a mediocre season last year. But he gives you a terrific chance to win. And the New York Jets, I hate to say it, I do. They're going to win football games this year. They won seven games last year with Mike White and Zach Wilson. They're going to be just fine with Aaron Rodgers. So that is the right reaction to have. And my takeaway from this whole saga, the last three years of drama and nonsense and Pat McAfee show appearances, is Aaron Rodgers, the football player, is incredibly underappreciated for his tenure in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Fact. He's underappreciated. He is. It's sad because that reaction you just heard from Mike Greenberg is how we should have been reacting the last 15 years despite the Pat McAfee appearances and the flaming hot press conferences. Aaron Rodgers gives you the best chance to win. This is a sad day for Packers fans. It's exciting in its own right because it's a new chapter. It's the mystery box. But regardless, it is a sad day. And for Jets fans, like the cover of the New York Post says, rejoice! You finally have a quarterback. You better appreciate him because Packers fans have not the last couple of years. We'll wrap it up next. It's the Great Dane Huddle on ESPN Madison. Aaron Rodgers has been traded. And you know what? He won one championship. Do you want to know how many teams over the last 15 years when he was starting didn't win a championship? A lot. This is 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand.
The Brightane Huddle is special edition on a Tuesday morning after Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the New York Jets. It will be official likely later today. All he's got to do is, is pass a physical. I'm Alex Stroff with you from the ESPN Madison studio. Hunter Vaughn helping us out run the show. A couple texts coming in. 608 chimes in. It is not a sad day. Hey, my guy Chris from Manitowash Waters says, One word, Strophy. Finally. Finally. I mean, I agree. Has been six weeks tomorrow since Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show. Not seven. 42 equals six weeks. And... I, I get the point finally. I mean, I agree with that fully, right? I mean, it's it's been it's been a long time since we've waited for this to go through. We were reacting, doing a show at this time six weeks ago tomorrow, right? I, I mean, it's been a long time waiting. But to say it's not a sad day, I'm not going to tell you how to feel as a fan. It might not be a sad day today. But when the Packers finish the 2023 season, 3-14, and 14, you're going to be sad, <laughs> Because you're going to have the number three pick in the draft. You, 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 Jordan Love's not going to have any weapons. He's probably well, going to be completely mediocre. Junior, then. Uh, shut up, Hunter. Um, no, they, they might get Jackson Smith and Jigba, but again, you know, he's not Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson, more than likely. So it probably won't do much for you. Uh, something I saw that I think flew under the radar yesterday was when this news broke. What was Aaron Rodgers up to? TMZ caught Aaron Rodgers yesterday. At a grocery store in Southern California. I think they posted about four or five pictures. Every single one he is grinning ear to ear. Not staring directly at the camera. And that could be because people are yelling stuff at him in the grocery store. It's not like Aaron Rodgers isn't recognizable, right? Everybody knows who he is when he walks in a building in Southern California. But he is like picking out canned tomatoes and just smiling, just has the smug look on his face because it's finally, the deal's finally done, just about. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers headed to the New York Jets. I'm feeling sad because I like winning football games. It's as simple as that. Aaron Rodgers uh, won a lot of them, uh, the most of anybody, if I'm not mistaken, for the Green Bay Packers. So, yeah, I, I'm sad because I, I like Jordan Love. I, I think he'll be fine. I don't know that he'll be very good this year. It's going to be a year full of growing pains and evaluation and trying to figure out exactly what he is. And with the crew he has around him this year, I, I, I don't know how much you're actually going to learn, right? Like, there's going to be moments with Jordan Love in 2023 where you say, damn, Jordan, it's a nice throw, man. But it was dropped by a rookie wide receiver who we drafted in the sixth round because that's who you have to play. They don't have any wide receivers. So I go back and forth on this whole thing. Uh, I think the Jets are going to be good. I've come to that realization. Before this went through yesterday, prior to yesterday, I was like, eh. I was kind of feeling similarly to how I did in 2020 with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. It's a seven-win team, six-win team. But now that it's final, we're just about final, and we have the, the reality that Aaron Rodgers will be a Jet with Garrett Wilson, the offensive rookie of the year, Alan Lazard, a target he's very comfortable with, Brees Hall, who looks like he's going to be a stud running back. Sketchy offensive line, but I'm sure they'll do something about that with pick 15. And a really good defense. Debatably, maybe, and I know that's premature, debatably, maybe, the best defense Aaron Rodgers has ever played with. Put all that together, right? Stick that in a paint can and stir it all up. I think you got a recipe for a good team. 10-11 win team, playoff team. AFC East is really good. 
right? Like, let's not overlook that. I understand that. The Bills are good, and I can't say they're not going to win that division until proven otherwise. The Dolphins roster is the best it's been in 20 years. And the Jets, they're looking really good, too. There's three really good teams in that division. And, and of course, you've got the wild card of Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Well, that Patriots team, I think, they're going to finish last in that division. Yeah. They could finish second in the NFC North next year. I think they're that good of a team that they could win that many games. I'll in that take division. that a step further. I think the Patriots could win the NFC North next year. And, and, and Mac Jones is a huge, huge question mark to me. I, I don't believe in him at all. But you know who I do believe in is a coach who's won six Super Bowls in Bill Belichick, right? So I, I would take that a step further and say, yeah, I think the, the Patriots could probably win the North. NFC North, that is. Probably not the AFC North. The AFC East is the best division of football. We can view it like we viewed the AFC West going into last year. Now, things didn't work out maybe the way we expected, especially with Denver, uh, who was a total dumpster fire with Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett who's now the offensive coordinator of the Jets, uh, but the Raiders, the Broncos, the Chargers, and, of course, the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. We thought the AFC West was going to light the world on fire last year. Uh, it didn't quite turn out that way, but the Chiefs and Chiefs and Chargers both made the playoffs. I viewed the AFC East very similarly to how I viewed the AFC West a year ago at this time when, when Russell Wilson was traded to the Broncos. I thought all four of those teams had the potential to be playoff teams. I feel the same way about the AFC East this year, but I will tell you, as I always say, you put a chip on Aaron Rodgers' shoulder, watch out. And there's no doubt about it that Aaron Rodgers is going to go to Broadway, become Broadway A-Rod, the, the second most beloved A-Rod in New York sports history. Maybe he'll become the most beloved if he wins the Jets a championship. He's going to have a giant chip on his shoulder. And every time he does, he goes out and plays phenomenally. Quick examples, right? 09, they get eliminated in an overtime playoff game by Arizona. He comes back, has a great 2010 season, really good 2010 season, I should say, for Aaron Rodgers standards. Sneaks into the playoffs, rattles off three road wins, and then wins the Super Bowl. 2011, they come off the Super Bowl run. They win 15 games. 2020, Love's drafted. He wins the MVP. 21, they call it a fluke because the stadiums were empty. He wins the MVP again. Now he goes to New York with a chip on his shoulder. What's he going to do? We'll find out. Trade's done. Deal's finalized. What a day it's been. This has been the Great Dave Huddle. Big thanks to Brian Bulaga and Jason Wilde for joining us. You can hear Jason Wilde alongside the Packers Hall of Famer Mark Tauscher coming up next on ESPN Madison.